Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you currently challenged by stress? Well, today I'm going to go through three ways in how you can work through this. So myself, like any other human being, has experienced stress and quite a lot of severe stress sometimes in my life. In fact, in the last few months, I've really been tested in some cases uh, as I've been growing and, and taking on more challenges with being able to handle stress better because the more you grow, the more challenges you're going to face. There is no point in life where you suddenly get to a place where there's not going to be challenges coming at you. So your ability to be able to handle and process your emotions is going to be absolutely key. Now, obviously, we've all got different situations and different scenarios. And this is this is something I get a lot of feedback on and people wanting more on me talking about stress. Because in this day and age, there's lots of stresses left, right and center. There's obviously a lot of great stuff in the world. But stress can be a particularly challenging thing for a lot of us. So myself in a personal and professional manner, there's definitely be some cases. And it's something I've had to work through with clients a lot of the time as well in order to help them deal with with stressors. So I'm going to go into the three tips. Now, why do we why do we get stressed? Well, our brain is a problem solving device, first of all, it is looking for challenges. So therefore, when it doesn't have real life threatening scenarios, it looks for alternatives that make us feel stressed anyway. So for example, what someone thinks about us or getting that that paper in the end of the week, even though, you know, it might be a little bit, you know, it's of course, it's going to cause stress. It's not usually life or death. Whereas, you know, running from a wild animal would actually be life or death, but your brain doesn't always know the difference. So our ability to work with our brain and manage it correctly is going to be absolutely key. So that's why I wanted to go through these tips. So the first one is your breathing. When we get more stress, we're often, our, our breathing's limited and we're, we're starting to breathe through our chest more than perhaps our, perhaps our stomach, our diaphragm, where, and when we breathe through our diaphragm, we let in a lot more oxygen. And therefore, we, we breathe a lot more calmer. Now, your, your, your mental state can affect how you're breathing, but you can also change how you're breathing to change your mental state. And it's definitely been something I've been practicing a lot of with various techniques I've been given, including like Wim Hof breathing. And uh, if you haven't come across Wim Hof's breathing techniques, you can find a lot on YouTube, some great stuff on there. So... There's there's a couple of ways, really. You can look up Wim Hof in terms of your breathing, but you can also do a breathing technique of this ratio, a one, four, two. So you're going to breathe in for a second, then you'd hold for four seconds and then breathe out for two seconds. However, the minimum, that's the ratio, but the minimum really is to breathe in for four seconds. So therefore, hold it for 16 seconds and then breathe out for eight seconds. So the exhalation is always longer than the breathing in and the hold's going to be the longest bit. So to, to say that up, say that simply, hold, breathe in for four seconds, 
hold for 16 seconds and breathe out for eight seconds and do that at least once a day. Now, ideally, if you can do it two, three times a day, that's even better because that can help your breathing uh, and therefore your mental state. But breathing is absolutely essential in order for us to change our state. So if you're thinking, am I going to get this in the day? Well, do it when you wake up straight away. Change that pattern of breathing rather than waking up and, you know, worrying about what's on your to-do list or what, you know, maybe challenges are coming. Then start working your breathing straight away. So I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about the benefits of looking after your brain health and getting the right nutrition in connection to anxiety. In particular, a big mention to Zanfri, who have a phenomenal solution. We know how important it is mindset-wise to think in the right way and do things like journaling or saying great things to ourselves. But are we always looking after our brain? like the nutrition and sources you consume. Zanfri really helped me address this. The problem is we can be deficient in certain vitamins and minerals. And believe me, I've been there. Working on the mindset, but not feeling 100%, not having the natural ingredients I needed. Not getting the right vitamins in, things like vitamin B can really impact your mood and missing ingredients like ashwagandha can really affect your anxiety. That's the beauty of Zanfri. Their supplement, Tranquil Blend, has 23 ingredients, including vitamins, minerals, and natural solutions for boosting your brain health and mood, making your days more awesome. It certainly helped me in demanding days live a more calmer and more relaxed day. Just go and check out Zanfri on Zanfri. Dot com now. It's Zanfree, spelled X-A-N-F-R-E-E. -E. If you or someone you know could benefit from this, just click in the link in the description below and use the code SELFESTEEM on your purchase to receive 20% off your order. Do it for you and check out Zanfree now at Zanfree.com. Now, let's get you back to the show. So, Talking of stresses on point two and how you can deal with them, set up your environment to win. So there's lots of working at home, working remotely in this day and age, especially since uh, the COVID situation. Now, sometimes it can create an unbalance in the brain if we've got the same environment for work and relaxing, therefore creating more stress. So therefore, set yourself up to win in terms of your environment. Now, a great book I would suggest to read is Willpower Doesn't Work, which is very true. Willpower doesn't work. So what that's talking about is the power of creating an environment that's going to empower you and create the right systems for you to have the natural desired behavior. So make sure even like, for example, myself, I've got a bathroom, bedroom and like living room, kitchen and like study. And so it's basically three rooms. Uh, the bathroom's obviously the bathroom, the bedroom's obviously the bedroom, but then the other room, I have to be very cautious about which part of the room are for work and which part are for chilling out. So I've got a sofa in front of the TV to help me relax. Uh, I try and not take my laptop to that sofa as much as possible because when I do, I find myself working and I'm mixing up the zones. And I actually put some tape down 
within my living room as well so that I could have clear boundaries on what were workspace and what weren't. So think about how you can set up different work and play environments. Even if you've got a small place like me, you can just set them up in different areas of the room. Okay. So also another thing I've done, uh, which also came from the book, Willpower Doesn't Work, an idea that popped into my head, although I didn't directly say it, but it's one of those things. Sometimes you hear something in a book and it triggers you to think of another similar idea is that I decided to start logging out of all social media uh, the evening before, uh, deleting certain apps, and then I'll download them at a certain time in the day. Therefore, I can allow myself to focus on something and reduce stress. Because when we look at social media, it can create a lot of stress sometimes. So I've also done that. So think about what you've got. What? How can you make systems in place to win? And another suggestion I've got for you is get your lockbox. And perhaps you could put your phone in there for an hour. I've also put my wallet in there so it stops me from going to the shop and buying me bad food or anything like that. Because I've got good cupboards, uh, good food in the cupboards, but not always. Uh, with with shops and living in the city centre, there are lots of temptations around. So I'll put my wallet in that lockbox a lot. Think about what could set you up to win in terms of relax and work mode as much as possible. And then the final one kind of comes off that a little bit because it's about food and how you feel with your diet. Now, actually, there's things like we talk about like intermittent fasting, which I've done a lot of, where you you don't eat for a certain period and you've got more energy and focus. And that's true because your body's allowed to recover. It's not having to use the energy to digest food when you don't eat. Now, I'm not saying starve, obviously, because I'll eat after a certain point. But start paying attention to how you feel after eat certain foods, because some foods you may not know you've got sensitivities to, and actually they can cause more stress. So, for example, a high num high amount of sugar is associated with stress. A high amount of caffeine is now everyone's different in terms of what they can take in. Um, some less than others. Obviously, if someone was diabetic, that that's going to be a completely different situation. Than someone who's not diabetic. But pay attention to what it is for you, okay? Are there certain foods you have when you get a bit more on edge, you get a bit more stressed? And start writing those down and making a note of them as you go through your day. So that's what I've got for you in terms of my three tips on managing stress today. Again, a reminder, the first one was about breathing, making sure you set your, well, you set your breathing. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to breathe naturally, but making sure you're conscious you're breathing so you're breathing in a relaxed state to therefore affect your mental state in a good way. Setting up your environment to win was the second one, making sure you've got the right systems in place. And then the third one is pay attention to how you feel after food and being more conscious on that. If you don't start being more self-aware and, you know, trying to implement new things, what's it going to do? How long can you really tolerate this? And that's what I want you to think about today. I've been there before and I was just going through the same patterns over and over again and burning myself out and exhausting me and it didn't do me any favors. So what are you going to do? What are you going to take away from today's episode and implement? So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've appreciated this, please share this with friends and family and give this a rating on Apple Podcasts so we can reach more people. I appreciate you and keep working on that self-confidence every single day.